This podcast is not a substitute for counseling therapy, nor is it a sermon or teaching production. It is intended for informational purposes only and is purely conversational. Some things are not better left unsaid. I'm your co-host, Ishan Burgundy. And I'm co-host, Dara Hairston. From relationships to religion, let's discuss taboo topics. Transparently. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. We're back. Back in effect. It's been a long time. I shouldn't have left you. What I don't be to step two. Podcast to step two. Step two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know what it is, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm live and direct in a place to be the ultraviolet, ultramagnetic MC. Ultraviolet? Yeah, like the sun. Yo. Serious? Call me sun because I shine like one. Well, right now where we're recording, there's no sunshine. It is, in fact, incredibly late, and we are... Kind of exhausted. And we don't want to worship no false gods too, so don't call me son. Right. But okay, that was a little bit out of left field. Yeah. Um Way out of left field. We were talking about worshiping anybody, but um what so without a catcher's mitt. Oh, you are sleepy. Yeah. So y'all when my husband gets sleepy, this is another thing he does. He says some of the silliest things. I was telling him the other day, I was reading an old Facebook post and I was like, you know. My father is not in my life, and we don't have a healthy relationship. And I was like, yo, man, I don't, I don't have nobody to walk me down the aisle. And he goes, be like the song. And I was like, what? And he starts singing, I give myself away. <laughs> this is what he does to me, y'all. This is what he does to me. Yeah, tell everybody what I do to you. I repeatedly, constantly, almost on a daily basis... Bring a smile to your face. Okay. Tell the truth. I don't know if that's every day, but... I said almost every day. A lot. Yeah, there it is. You know, in marriage, you got your seasons and your times where you like, we need a little help. I'm always in season, though. I've been you know, making you laugh since day one. No, day one you wasn't. I was day sitting one. there, you was trying, and I was like, oh, that's cute. But nah, anyway. day one, when when you saw me on stage. Oh, when we didn't even talk. I mean, the whole audience was laughing. Yeah. And you were in the audience, right? Oh, Lord. Yeah, all giggles. Big in your head. This guy, let me tell y'all, Big he giggles. used to be such a... What you call them people with a C? Casanova. Casanova. I, I've been so stressed. I like my vocabulary. Literally, I can choose the right specific word. And I just, I would say the past four years, I have, I've been struggling to do that. I don't do, I'm not, I'm unable to do that like I used to successfully. But yeah, he was such a Casanova, y'all. I was just like, this guy's a trip. Like. A trip that she wanted to be on. Oh my lord! A vacation she was. A trip that I wanted, wanted to be book. on so bad that when my friend at the time went and called you without me telling her to, I told her go back right now and call him and tell him never mind because females don't chase males. Are you serious? You really want me to do? Yes, girl. Anybody tell you to call him? But y'all is so cute. I don't care. Call him back and tell him, no, never mind. So wasn't nobody purchasing tickets for that flight. <laughs> but then what happened? You called me. You don't want these tickets? Oh, oh that's Oh, you don't happened. want these tickets, though? I'll give them to you for free now. Like, mm. then now he chasing. Because what? What you mean she don't talk about never mind? Yeah, I felt some type of way. That video about our love stories on the YouTube channel... If y'all if y'all go to YouTube, um, whenever we mention videos, it's a section up there where you can see it. And we have now decided to put full episodes on YouTube as well. Yes, indeed. So they're on there, but we do ask that you guys subscribe to everything, please, because do. it helps support us. Even if you you only utilize one platform to listen to the full podcast, subscribe to everything. But yeah, full podcasts are up on YouTube now. Um, one through eight is up there now, and then this episode nine will be up there as well. Yes, so, indeed. Yes, indeed. Um, speaking about, you know, starting off with the analogy of, you know, me not really having a good relationship with my father. 
Um, we've gotten a number of DMs that deal with that. Like, you know, there's division in my marriage because there are people that either are unhealthy for me and because I am still in relationship with these unhealthy people, it's affecting my marriage and coming between me and my spouse. Or, you know, there are just people that I'm not really in relationship with, but their divisive tongue is trying to separate our marriage. Mm. And so... That tongue can be a wicked, wicked, <laughs> wicked little devil. Mm-hmm. The so word, The word speaks about that tongue being... A restless evil? Did it say that? Uh, I don't know, but I know it's, that, that thing is crazy. So that tongue, boy. Woo. But go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you. No, don't cut me now. Off. Dang. Which I would never cut don't you. Don't cut off. me now. Can't never cut you off, girl. But um, Damn yeah. The knife sharp enough. But go ahead. <laughs> Baby, I can't with you. But yeah, there are. Some strong scriptures. Um, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Wait a minute. You're not just going to continue on like you didn't just say strong like Tina Turner. Oh, just my now. gosh. That was a strong. I did not Turner. say it like that. Strong. I thought you was about to sing What's Love Got to Do with. I thought you was about to bust into a verse after you said that, but. I had to put some emphasis on it because they ain't just simple strong. They are like serious stuff that God talks. That tongue is like murders without a single bullet. Mm. So that's why you got to be careful. I put up, I do a tidbit Tuesday on my Instagram page at Zara Hairston. Um, and they lit. Y'all should check them out. Every Tuesday. And um, sometimes I don't get to do it, but most times I do it. But the one that I did, I think it was last week. Um, talks about being careful who you receive from because people come in this image and form of godless, god, godliness. It is godlessness of godliness, and they're wow. godless. And you sitting there receiving from them. I never forget. I got into something with a family. Actually, I ain't get into it. He got into it with me. I wasn't participating. A long time <laughs> it was. You ever been in that situation? Like you are yeah. trying to have a fight with me. I'm not fighting you. Um, he was. Uh, he believed it was okay. And I had made a statement, I think, on my Facebook. I can't remember like where I said it. And he was like, well, Grandma told me right there that this, 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 this. And I was like, so now Grandma's God? Like, mm, mm. no, uh, Grandma's not God. Tradition is not God. God is God. And the word of God will tell you what the truth is. That's like, right. I don't care what Grandma said. Like, you know what I mean? Um, you know, no disrespect to her, but... She does not have the final word and authority when it comes to truth. That's a fact. And um, he had said something, and um, he just started cutting me with his tongue after that. And I was just like, wow, I just had to remove myself. And I think I might have blocked him, and this was a family member. But I'm like, you're not about to come at me because I'm telling you the truth. But that's what that that tongue will do. It's so divisive, and it'll just like... It can cause shame. It can cause depression. It could cause suicide. It could cause... Murder. Somebody could say something, and now another person ready to plot to murder yeah, them. Like yeah, it causes yeah. so many things. So I mean, even in the comment section. Oh, don't even get. You know, baby, don't make me start talking about the DM I got the other day, and I straight had to block this person. Hey, talk about it. Get it off your chest, because that person certainly did get what they had to say off their chest. So y'all, right? I rarely really check my DMs, and there's a reason to that. I rarely read them and respond because I don't like to get into back and forths. And usually either somebody is sending me a DM because they're, they want to be friends with me. And that's really nice because they hear, you know, us talk and they're like, oh, that's a person I would love to connect with. But the reality is it's hard to build a friendship with someone you don't know. Right. Two, either they're coming to accuse me of something that I didn't do. Right. And I'm not trying to go back and forth with you. Three, they're trying to get in touch with my husband through me. Yo, Zara, I really love what you posted the other day. And by the way, Ishan is my favorite rapper. I was wondering, can he do a song with my husband? Mm. <sighs> Don't, you know, that's annoying. I get a lot of right. those. 
Or it's a genuine person that will send a DM and say, yo, I really appreciate what you said in your podcast. Shout or what out, you- genuine. Shout out, genuine. Y'all make us keep going because some people make us want to just stop. Like, you know what? I'm done because I'm tired of going back and forth with people. Y'all, y'all don't even know how many messages we get of people attacking us for telling the truth. Like I just told you about mm. my cousin. We're just telling the truth. Y'all don't have to listen. You don't have to follow. You don't have to subscribe. You ain't got to even watch my whole post, listen to the whole thing. That's a fact. But they keep showing up and they keep coming to attack. And I'm going to tell you what we're going to do with them from Titus 3, 9, 11. But anyway, so the girl, I never really do it, but sometimes I will go in there because it'll be like backed up. And I'm just like, you know, I know what that means to people who feel so alone. They hear me say something and then they feel like they're not alone. And I don't want that, that person, that kind of personality, that kind of message You know, I want to kind of like respond to that and thank you for sharing. I keep it real simple and just I don't get too complex because then people start going other places that I'm not trying to really go because of what it turns into. But um, I checked it and this girl had said I put a post up and I actually it wasn't my post. I reposted it in my Instagram stories and it said love doesn't mean you have Mm -hmm. to tolerate any and everything, basically. Um, No, love is not how much you can take. In a relationship That's not the yeah. definition of love Like how much you can take Right um, And then she responded And was like I almost posted this Reposted this Or shared this post And then the spirit Convicted me And then she got started Telling me what long suffering is And what patience is And all this other stuff And that I need to be careful Sharing stuff like that Or you know whatever it, I can't remember word for word But the gist of it was She was saying I need to be careful Sharing stuff like that Because love is long suffering Love is patient and Love is kind All sorts of stuff like that mm. What? And so I responded Basically saying There are people out here Being abused In the name of God That's And right. in the name of love That's right There's so many people That DM me Behind the, the doors About the The vicious things They're going through um, things that you wouldn't even believe that they're having to endure. Yeah, they see that and it gives them hope. It rem- it reminds them that that's not love, that's that that's fact. not God. But religion teaches you suffer long, do stay in it because that's showing God and that's showing them that you know how to love, and that's actually a false idea of what love really is. Yes, indeed. And so everybody won't get that because everybody's not being abused. But I'm posting for those people who are. I'm posting for those people who've been where I've been. I'm posting for those people who've been traumatized. I'm posting for for those people who've been molested, victimized, um, sexual abuse, all that stuff like that. That's who I'm talking to. The healer in me is talking to those people. Indeed. If you get something from it, great. If you don't, then you just go to the next story. But she's move on. Move on. But she stops to tell me about myself and how I need to be careful. And why she didn't repost it. And I'm sitting here like, I really don't need to know why you didn't repost it. Not at all. And what you feel. Because if it wasn't for you, then it wasn't for you. Exactly. We move on. There, exactly. You know how much information and posts I see that's not for me? I dismiss it. Pluck the seed out because I don't want it to take root. And I go on to the next. That's why I'm selective with who I follow online. Because I don't want all of this stuff going into my head. As you should be, DM lady. So I responded... You know, thankfully, you must not know what it is to be abused. Because if you did, you would you would have resonated with that post. It would have been revelation for you. So thankfully, that's not that doesn't seem to be your case. Yeah. Um. And I said seem to because if it was, you wouldn't have said that. Right. And I just said I would encourage you to be careful of telling me what I need to be careful of doing when you never. Asked for any explanation Like hey you reposted this And I was wondering what you meant By reposting it You can't say I was wondering what you meant by saying it Because I didn't say it I share it So it was somebody else's idea that I shared But I was wondering why you shared that I may or may not respond to you But since I did You could have asked that But no you start accusing me And it's the word says that Satan comes to accuse the brethren that accusatory no. spirit, when you read the scriptures, that accusatory spirit is the thing that killed Yeshua. 
Mm. That got him crucified. Mm. Accusing him of things that he wasn't doing. Right. You didn't even ask a question. You right. don't care to ask a question. Right. You just want to tell me everything you that you assume. think and assume that, I, that I'm doing and what I must be saying. If you got something from something, that's for you. I and, trust. And then you and, and then at the same time, you're assuming that the other people that are viewing the post are not so wise or Maybe they're not so discerning enough discerning to know, or they they. <laughs> it's it's like an insult it's to an those insult. people, right? To their intelligence, because just like you said, you know, I I don't know really what spirit she's hearing from, honestly, but yeah. just like she said, you know, the spirit checked her before she reposted. And it's I like, hold on, and I told her, I said, sometimes it's not <clears throat> the spirit of Yah that's convicting us, right. but the spirit of tradition, right? How just about like that? I just brought up. Uh, my cousin, well, grandma said, I'm sorry, right. grandma's not the authority. Right, right. So your tradition might have taught you, no, love is suffering anything. But that is not the truth. Love is not suffering any and everything. Right. Because if right. that was the case, then we, we might as well just condone abuse out here. Just let these women get beat up. Let them get raped. We don't need no justice system. We don't need God to reference justice in the Bible because love should just tolerate everything. That's not the truth. Crazy. That is a religious concept that has, caught, that has caused people to be oppressed for indeed. so long. Indeed. Indeed. In shame. In bondage. Miserable in their marriages, in their relationships, because they're trying to keep the quote unquote peace, and yeah. they're trying to show love, and it's not even a, a actual reality of the love of God or the peace of God. Right. Yet, if, if you had to share the post saying that, she would have loved that. She would have reposted that because she would have been like, "Oh yeah, this is it." Not knowing that that is perpetuating a lie. Perpetuating a lie. I'm not and, look, and it's and it's keeping people bound in bondage. Look, I'm not saying that love isn't long suffering. We've been married. We've been together since 2013. What in the world are you talking about? I'm sorry, 2003. <laughs> Yo, come on now, you out here in public. <coughs> look, I told you ten years off. My, I'm, I'm baby. I'm so sorry. Like I'm telling you, my level of stress right now is not good. I have to do a better job at balancing and caring for myself. And you just came off a of mommycation. I did, and it just it makes me like when you're stressed, it it messes with your cognition. You don't you don't think as sharp, and you have short term memory issues. But anyway, um, we've it been together af- since it, two- don't a- it don't affect the way you look though. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh, we've been but together like- since two thousand and three. It's 2020 going to 2021. I know about long suffering, okay? So you don't need to jump in my DMs telling me we got to be careful because love is... Like, first of all, who are you talking to? You don't know me from nowhere to come at me telling me what I need to be careful of when you don't even know if that's what I was doing. Straight up. I wasn't saying that love is not long suffering. What I am saying is love is not abuse. (laughs) <laughs> That's what my post was it, the, the repost I'm sorry Was saying that Love is not How much you can take Go ahead and get the Get the knife Stab me again <sighs> Okay Let me see if I can take Crazy. one more Stab me again <sighs> Okay Crazy. Rape me again <sighs> I, just, uh, I can take it Because I love it Like and no and, and And you're absolutely right in, in reposting that Because That's something That's a social construct Given to and I say social construct because it's accepted by the quote unquote uh black community, the so called black community. You know, we've been taught, you know, to to suffer long, to to go above and beyond, and to forgive all of the injustices and wrong that's done to us in an attempt to keep us quiet, to keep us in our place. You know what I'm saying? And it's 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 wrong in so many ways. Especially the spirit that it was given to us mm-hmm. and told to us. And it's funny that you should say that because that's the thing. You've been doing a lot of research on that. You showed me a video earlier today about where those teachings in the pulpit come from when the slave masters would teach them that. And this is the thing. So many people like that girl that came up there accusing me. They're not doing no research on At the all. history of where these things are coming from. And why Yet they're defending them. And why they are taught. The way they are taught, 
like, yeah, you might read in scripture, but you got to dig deeper into the understanding of what that means. Like they're, they're okay. Say you read a scripture about sacrificing your children. So we should be out here sacrificing our kids. No, you got to read. You have to understand the background of where this information is coming from before you regurgitate it because your pastor said it. That's right. Or because your church said it or your group. You you got to dig deep. There are other tools besides the version of the Bible that you have that have research that will give you amplification of what these of what Yah is really talking That's about. The context. first thing is his true spirit. Ask him to join you when you read so you can see it for the truth because you blind and you miss things. But anyway, go ahead. You preaching. Transparency, the podcast with Ishan and Zara. Visit transparencythepodcast.com or follow us on Instagram at transparencythepodcast for more information plus recent updates. Nah, you preaching. I mean, you know, that's, that's the absolute truth. Those are facts. So she went on, I, re- I replied and said, um, you know, basically, like I said, you know, I would encourage you to be mindful of telling me to be careful of something that you're not even sure that I'm doing because you never once asked me. You just went and start saying all of this stuff of what love is and opinion and all that. And I left it at that. And she replied with this long message that I couldn't even finish reading. First of all, Zara, you have no idea what I've been through. Obviously, you haven't right. been through what I'm speaking of by reposting this post, because if you did, you're, you would have eyes to see what it was saying. So, and I didn't say what I thought knew you had been through. That's right. why I said it seems you don't. Seems mean, I, I'm not sure, but it seems like that based on your response and your behavior. And that was a very polite way to word it, you know. So I got to applaud you and salute you on that because you could have just snapped back something crazy. Oh, Initially, you know how my here, you know how my tongue be. I know. Like I could have really went in on her. And there you go. You know, trying to be polite, trying to be nice, trying to be you know the respectful woman that you are. Especially when I don't even have to respond to you. To be honest, the way right. you're talking to me, I don't right. even have right. to engage I, with I, you. I don't, I don't even owe you. First of all, I don't owe you an explanation. You know, we're not in no type of covenant. We don't know each other. Um, and then for you, you know, for her to come back firing all paragraph, bang, 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 paragraph, yeah. paragraph, yeah. paragraph. And not realizing that's the spirit of Satan. That's not the spirit of Yah. Like, if you look at the scripture and you look at every time Yahshua was talking and then the Pharisees came, they always came pop, 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 popping off. Yeah, but what about this? What about that? It's the spirit of you know, it's this accusatory spirit. Confrontation. Confrontational, saying things that he didn't even you you you're not there like to get an understanding before you respond. You're there to defend your point and yeah. approve him wrong. Yeah. And yeah. that is that spirit that was in those Pharisees is the exact spirit of Satan when he was in heaven as Lucifer and want to prove God wrong. And why am I not? You know, why don't people bow down to me? Jealous of God. I want the control. I want the, I want to be right. That is, Yeshua didn't, Yeshua was the only one that was right out there. And he, he didn't even sit there trying to force people into believing his way. Right. You don't have to when you, when you know the truth. But that's what pharisaic, demonic people do in the name of God. They try to force people to believe what they believe. People call, we talked about this earlier, calling themselves missionaries, going to other countries, forcing this way of belief on them. You're going to believe in this guy. This is die. what you now believe now. And or we're going to kill die. you. Yeah. The spirit behind Ooh. that, y'all don't realize, is satanic. Yeah. That is not the spirit of y'all. That's not how the most high comes. That's not how he coming. Now, we ain't like saying that. it wasn't battles and wars and stuff in scripture. But what we're talking about is when it comes to the truth, God doesn't force someone to believe the truth. That's why there's free will. Big facts. So when y'all come trying to make me believe what you believe, you I'm already done. Titus 3, 9 through 11. It says, but avoid foolish controversies, genealogies, dissensions, and quarrels about the law. For they are unprofitable and worthless. Do nothing for me or you ain't got time. Waste. 
That's that last part was me adding it. <laughs> As for a person who stirs up division after warning him once and then twice, have nothing more to do with him, knowing that such a person is warped and sinful. Mm. He is self-condemned. Talk that. So neither to say I ended up blocking her on everything. I showed you what she said. Well, I tried to show you what she said, but I already blocked her. But I told you, and then you blocked her because she was following you. Yeah. But it's just like now you don't get block to party. Block party. You don't get to sit at my table. You don't get to uh, feed from me because of how you just tried to quarrel and have a dissension with me about something that is not profitable to either of us. Something you didn't even know that I was doing. Right. Here's the beautiful thing about social media. It's all voluntary. It's right. on a voluntary right. basis. Right. So you don't have to follow me. Right. I don't have to follow you. Right. We don't have to engage with one another if right. we don't want to. Right. No harm, no foul, no love lost. Right. You know, my wife is like, you're not walking around with no hate in your heart mm-hmm. for this woman. It was an exchange that was it was a non-desirable, I don't even know if that's a word, but it's going to be a word now, <laughs> exchange. And it's done now, you know? So don't be feeling no type of way if you, if you happen to listen to this. and Don't be feeling no type of way. It's don't all send good. me an email, please, because I'm done. If right. you do listen to the podcast, I don't know if this person does, but I, I'm done. I don't. I no longer want to hear anything you right. have to say because you came in the wrong spirit. Right, you so came, it's all good. You didn't come with the spirit of Yah, and I don't engage with the devil. At all. Devil, the scripture says to flee that, so I'm out. So I responded, you just you just amplified that spirit of darkness and thought it was godly, and so you got blocked because I'm not going to do that, you know? Titus 3, 9 through 11. Warped and sinful, self-condemned. I have nothing more to do with that because there's no, I can't get through to you. There's right. no, you know what I mean? Right. So, and so there's no, there's no fellowship. There's no relationship here. Right. So it's it's nothing that we have to repair or amend. You know what I'm saying? So, and that's the thing. If we were in relationship, that would be totally different. One, totally because different. if we was already in relationship, you would knew not to approach me like that. You would know Zara don't even play like that. I know I can't come to her like that. Solid facts. Number one. Two, if we were in relationship, you would ask because you would know me enough to know I would never. Post something um, without the thought that I'm bearing a certain responsibility in what I believe and what message it could send. There are many things that I watch and I get something from it, but there are some of those things I won't share because I'm like, I know this could say something different. You know what I mean? Indeed. Um, But when I don't know you and we ain't in no kind of relationship, it's certain... It's a certain way you have to approach somebody that you don't know versus that you do know. This is the same thing with marriage. It's a certain way a woman should approach my husband knowing that he's married or a man that should approach me knowing that I'm married. Like when men send me DMs, sometimes they'll add my husband in it just so it's like, every you know, I'm not trying to have no private conversation with you. Or it's like, you know... It's just a very um, humble approach. Like, it's nothing sensual or lustful trying to have this privacy with me. But the point that I'm making is that different relationships require a certain approach to a person. And so when you don't know me, I know that social media makes it a normalizing thing to say what you want, when you want, how you want to, whoever you want. But that is not godly. We don't just come and say whatever we want to whoever we want when we don't know them. There's a certain approach you got to come with, a certain spirit, a certain tone. So when you come accusing me, you ain't asked one question. I give you a hint. The first thing you start off when you don't don't know somebody, hey, I was wondering what you meant by that. You don't just come off bang, 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 bang. You got to be careful. We got to... You don't even know what... You know that right, I was saying. Don't that. Ask no questions. But listen, we're spending too much time on this DM lately. We not because this is what we're talking about today. Yeah, division. Right. I want to get to Dissension. that because I mean, we you know we definitely dropped some things through throughout that explanation. Don't get me wrong, but let's move on um, from that and let's get into this 
discussion. In that example, that could be a family member as well. Mm. For example, you have family members that Luke eleven seventeen says, but he, knowing their thoughts, said to them, every kingdom divided against itself is laid <clears throat> waste and a divided household falls. Mm. So my household can't stand if you're bringing division in my husband's ear or my ear. And this actually happened in our marriage where, you know, one of my, well, really both of my parents, but to be specific, I don't think we ever told y'all this, but um, I'm not going to walk around in shame and hide things anymore. This is my life. This is my story. This is what it is. And this is what happened. Right. And it will help somebody. Yes, so um, I was I was in New Jersey um, for a trip because a family member had passed. And I was talking to one of my parents. And that parent was asking how I was because we, we don't have a relationship because there are there are some boundaries that are just not... Un, she's unable... She said she. So I'll just say my mom. She's not able to respect mm-hmm. in my life and in my marriage. And um, so I was, just, I was saying, yeah, I've been sick lately. I just haven't been feeling good. I don't know why. I've been to the doctors. I don't know what it is. And she says, well, you know, sometimes people poison people. And I was like, um, what? She's like, yeah, some people, they walk around sick. And then they're act- it's actually because somebody's poisoning them. And then mm. they, they slowly are poisoning them to death. And then they just, you know, boom, they end up. You know, gone. Mm. I shook my head. First of all, I'm already confused because I don't know why I I feel sick all the time, and I go into the doctors, and they're not. They're telling me, you know, you know, we don't know what these symptoms are, or whatever. Yeah. Um. And that so that's already confusing. And so when she said that, I was just like, wait, what? I couldn't process that because I'm like. Poison, but like that's really a far reach. And I said, Who would poison me in my house? I'm only in a house with my husband and my kids. And she's well, mm. and looked at me and I said, So you're trying to say Anton would poison me? I mean, I'm just saying. And that was very far for me. That was very problematic for me because it's like, that is incredibly divisive. Even if you believed that, I'm not sure if that's something you should share because you don't really have any evidence that my husband has tried to harm me in any way. And you as my mom, you know I'm respecting whether I want to or not innately, I'm respecting what you say. There's there's value on those words. Because I'm designed to right. believe and trust you. Right. So that really messed with my mind. Like I already knew she didn't like my husband. We we already talked about this on the previous podcast that you know, you know, she didn't like my choice. And and that's fine. A lot of parents don't, but they'll work through it. Um, but it was just this this thing there like I got to prove to you that he's not good for you. And I'm like, would you really believe that he would be poisoned? Like that just that was that just out that messed with my mind for like, I would say almost a year. I was like, for like 0.5 seconds, I considered it. Mm. Like, am I? No, my husband would never do that. But the fact that I would be put in a position to even look at my husband in that way when, you know, there's no, there's nothing in my life that his behavior um, would make me believe that he's harming me. Has he made mistakes? Has he... You know, made bad decisions and choices, yeah, but not that level to not where no I'm a, right. Like I'm afraid you might be trying to kill me slowly. Like I don't know. It's just this no. is, and this is the thing. People laugh at that when they watch certain stuff on Martin, like when he thought Gina was trying to get the um, yeah life insurance policy, yeah. and they laugh. But in real life, that's not funny because I battle with that. I sleep with this man at night, and to plant that seed to kind of make me think. You know what I mean? And so that bothered me. So I tried to have a conversation with her and tell her, like, you know, that bothered me. I really want you to apologize to Anton because, of course, I talked to him about it and told him because that's my husband. We talk. Um, and, and when you said that, I, it broke me in certain places that, you know, a child shouldn't have to to bear. And I, I talked to him because, you know, that that's I'm in covenant with him. And it was like just no apology for it to this day. Like, 
Mm. Kind of like I thought that and, and that could be true And some people do do that mm. And while that could be true It's like You can still say I'm sorry that If I put you in a position To feel like you couldn't trust That your husband would kill you or not <laughs> You know what I'm saying Like Man, I don't know It's like such a, That's such a severe Yeah that's That's accusation. far Yeah that's really really far I mean especially for People who you really don't even know You don't right. spend any time with us, you don't spend any time with our family. You're not in close quarters with us. You don't see our interaction. Like, like you, you literally have nothing to go off of when you make an accusation like that, other than whatever bias you have, or or not not bias, but whatever whatever hate you might have in your heart for me. That was never resolved, you know, because you didn't like who your daughter decided decided to marry. So you you got these these feelings that have just you know been simmering and 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 just welling up inside of you. So you you come out with this outlandish, yeah. severe, yeah, damaging right accusation. And even still, my husband doesn't have hate in his heart towards you, and I don't even still have hate. Don't. Like we we sat up and talked to this woman, laughed and joked with her, you know, just recently, trying to make her like, feel comfortable. Last summer, and it again, it came up. Like, look, I had to bring it up. You're here, you're around us, but we, I can't ignore some of the very hard things you've said. And we haven't resolved them. We've been in counseling all together. They still haven't been resolved. I need you to to take ownership for these things and apologize. Because the Let's thing is... Let's talk about the difference between me and you and that, though, real quick. But real quick, let me Go finish ahead. this. Because what happens is when people don't take ownership and accountability and they're not repentant for what they've done, you're putting yourself in a dangerous position with them. Because now a you're in relationship with an unrepentant heart. They will continue to repeatedly abuse your grace, your emotions, your spiritual well-being, your mental well-being, they'll continue to do it. So you have to be careful being in relationship with people. You can forgive them, but you don't have to reconcile with them. When people are not repentant, I'm telling y'all, it's it's a very dangerous place to engage with someone in. They have to be repentant in order for that relationship to be, to function the way God designed relationship to function. That's why we can't even be in relationship with God if we are unrepentant. He ain't he right. ain't having that because right. he knows what it does. You know what I mean? So, right. but anyway, you said right. the difference between me and you and what? Yeah, well, let's let's let, let's revisit that because we talked about it before. How you know? I think I think we dealt with it before about how what your mother said mm-hmm. when we first got together, when we first got married. Yeah, we did like, it in you know, previous you, episode. You, you, you're gonna be. We we talked about mm-hmm. that last one. Not the last one, oh, okay. but like one of the, I don't know, like episode maybe, I don't know, one of the previous ones we right. talked about, the we were talking about work and right. how I talked to her and she said that I was going to be the breadwinner and I thought that was divisive. And again, Luke eleven seventeen, a house divided falls. I can't have you talking in my ear because right. you're going to divide my house and then my house is going to fall. Yeah. So we talked about that then. And so we talked about that and, and how when she said that, I automatically felt in my mind, and she said that based on the fact that you have de- you have a degree and I don't. Mm-hmm. And so in my mind, I had set out to prove her wrong. Right. We talked about that. Y'all can go and, back on the old episodes and hear that. Right. And so it was the same kind of situation this time around. When she made that accusation, for me, it was like, okay, well, you know, first of all, I know I'm not poisoning my wife. I know I have no... It, that you know that type of ill intent or anything like that for my wife I would never do anything like that um nor am I the kind of person that would do anything like that but I felt like okay I'm going to prove her wrong again mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying so that's why I was able to just not really um harp on that you know what I'm saying we addressed it but you know after she said what she said you know she didn't really take you know, responsibility for it. Um, but after that, I just kind of moved on and I just I just felt like, you know what, I'm going to, you know, just be cordial. 
like I said, laugh, joke, still have a conversation with her and still, you know, um, you know, be respectful and all of that. But I like your approach because you saw, you knew that there had to be, you know, exactly what you just explained. There had to be an acknowledgement. There had to be repentance for that in order to move on. When me, I was like, okay, well, I'm just, I'm just cool, just moving on because I, I'm like, you know, she'll, maybe she still doesn't see the quality of my character. Maybe she still uh, just doesn't have confidence in me that I'm a good man for her daughter. You know, so in me, I'm, I'm just feeling like maybe I can, maybe, you know, my behavior and, and her getting to know me a little better would kind of fix the way she views me and, 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 and indirectly fix the way she looks at me. Yeah. You know, and I... That was my position, but like I said, I'm I'm appreciative of your position because it's 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 a situ it, it's a it's a position that holds people accountable, and that's what God does. Indeed, and I do it because for so long. Hey, enjoying this free podcast? Want to support your hosts? Go to transparencythepodcast.com slash support to find out how. Some very toxic, dysfunctional people in my family were very abusive to me. Not physically. And see, people confuse abuse and think it's just physical and bumps and bruises and cuts and scrapes. Somebody could... I'm beat you up in the spirit, mentally, emotionally, and I mean, until it brings you to a place where you your life is at risk because of them hurting you so much, you want an escape from it. Indeed. I've been through that so many times. I tried to talk to so many people in churches, and they would give me those various scriptures that I told y'all this girl came at me about in my DM. Love is long-suffering. So I would suffer it. I would expose myself to it. I would stay in those relationships. And, you know, they would another scripture they would give me is, you know, be at peace with all men by by all any means necessary. Mm. Like do what you need to do. Um, and that's why it's important for us to when we read our scripture, because I pray to y'all, like I need help. This is not, this don't feel like love. You know, and I know that when your flesh is dying, it won't feel like love, but it wasn't that kind of thing. It was, this doesn't feel like you. This doesn't feel like what your word is saying love is supposed to do. But any religious person that I spoke with will regurgitate those, you know, these, those five pocket scriptures that they got in their back pocket about love. That is long suffering, that you know, be at peace with everybody, uh, especially if it was a family member or a mother or father, you gotta honor them. Mm-hmm. You gotta let that go. You don't do that with your mom. And then Yah started to show open my eyes in the scripture of what where the error was in that. Because see, these are scriptures for repentant people. The majority of them, these are scriptures for like once a person becomes unrepentant, we deal with them in a different way. Yeah. For example, this is not one of the scriptures that God gave me, but Matthew 18, 15 to 17, it says, if your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault between you and him alone. I went to my mother, just me and her alone, said, hey, when you did this and you said this about Anton, like that really bothered me. That was a lot for me to deal with. If he listens to you, you have gained your brother. She didn't listen. But if he does not listen, take one or two others along with you that every charge may be established by the evidence of two or three witnesses. But my husband got a counseling session. We sat with a counselor. Yes, we did. The counselor even tried to say, hey, let's, let's explore where this is coming from. The whole counseling session was flipped upside down. And we couldn't get to the root. And that distraction was on purpose so that we couldn't. Verse 17. If he refuses to listen to them, tell it to the church. Now, this wasn't a biblical counselor, but 
my husband and I have the spirit of God with us. With two or more gathered, there he is, church. <laughs> and if he refuses to listen even to the church, let him be to you as a Gentile and a tax collector. Yeah. This is why I'm publicly talking about this now. For years, I've protected and I've covered my mother, my father, my grandmother, different people who have caused a lot of harm to me. Whether it was intentional or not doesn't mean it wasn't caused. I haven't talked about it. I've covered it. But when you do these things that this scripture says, and they still refuse to listen, meaning they're not repentant, they're not hearing, it's like you can't even get through to them. There's no, it's like a wall. Yeah. So you can't penetrate that kind of heart. So there's no repentance. So there's going to be no deliverance, which means there's going to be no reconciliation in God's standard. And you can have your own little thing you want to do, but you're going to be miserable. When that happens, you treat them as a Gentile and a tax collector. In those times, a Gentile was like a heathen. A tax collector was like one of the worst jobs you could have. And those like you just, you know what I mean? Do I disrespect her? No. If I saw her today, I would speak, I would say hi. I don't want to go spit in nobody's face and curse her out. And you did this to me. I don't, I've grown past those feelings. I've have had those feelings where I've wanted to do that and just mm-hmm. go off. Um, but I would never do that out of respect for the fact that at the end of the day, you are still my mom. So I'm not going to just talk to you crazy. But me confronting you and holding you accountable is not disrespecting you. And that's what I would get is that I was being disrespectful because I'm holding you right. accountable because we have to be distracted from the real purpose so that I never come to myself. Right. And that never happened. That is why today I talk about it publicly because I have to treat you now like a Gentile. I can't treat you now like we're in covenant because we've had several occasions over the course of 10, 11, 12, 13 years and we're still in the same place. So that means I can't treat you the same way. And so this is what I mean about people in your life, y'all. Yes, love is long-suffering. I went through 10, 13 years of that and shouldn't even did that long of just hiding in shame, sorrow. Y'all don't know the nights I cried on my husband because I wanted my mother and my father. I wanted my grandmother. I wanted to call them and have help show me how to be a wife, even though she never married or my grandmother, you know, she's married, but, you know, that was different. She was married. But I needed help. I didn't know. I wanted to call them. Y'all don't know those times. Y'all don't know those nights. But the first thing you want to do is tell me, you got to honor your mother and father. And that equivalent, equi- that equates in religious people's eyes to accept everything you have to accept. Mm. And that's why I reposted what I reposted in my stories. Love is not taking as much as you can because I almost died. I came to places of being suicidal because I was holding all that in, trying to victimizing myself, demonizing myself and condemning myself saying, I must not know how to love right because I still haven't won them over with love yet. Mm. It must be me because I can't do it. When we don't possess that power, You can win people over with love who come to repentance. People that are unrepentant, that's a different story. So y'all got to study our scriptures so y'all know. know. I seen this. um, I seen a post today, and I'm going to paraphrase it. It pretty much said, the reason why you're going through what you're going through in your life is because you are breaking generational curses mm-hmm. that's why you're having you know the fights that you're having that's why mm. you're going through so much um that's why you're facing so much turmoil and you're you know you're up against so much and when i think about that post and i think about everything that you just said it reminds me that you know you and i are almost like the first generation of people that we know of in our families who are living lives according to the word of the Most High. And it's literally fighting against everything that we've been taught, everything Mm -hmm. that we've seen, every tradition tradition that we've known, Mm -hmm. every relationship 
that we've been a part of in family and friends and, you know, everything, like the way we're taught to handle it, the way we're taught to deal with it, it's more of a passive um, way of dealing with things. And if it's not passive, if it's not passive... Or suffering, it's you know yelling and fighting, being yeah. angry, and, and all of yeah, that. Yeah, it's like those two extremes. Let's fight and exactly. argue, and then talk again like it never happened, but we never resolve the issue. Or let's just suppress every feeling we have right. so that we keep the quote unquote peace. That's right. not peace, right? So, so now when you have a godly standard, when you have a standard that's given to you because of you know the Most High and His Word, His will. His way, it puts you in a position where you're not willing to just do things like they've always been done. And that's why you meet the challenges you meet as a believer, as a chosen person of the Most High God. This is why you fight what you fight. And also, God shows you who you are. Yeah. Well, you know who you are. Yeah. You don't tolerate everything. You really don't. Like, I'm royalty. You're it's not going to treat me any way you want to treat it's me. A fact. Am I going to love you? Yes, but we're going to have to uh, be held accountable to the truth. You're not going to abuse me because I know who I am. I know who God called me to be. And that is not an abused victim oppressed by your faulty, false doctrine that you are saying is from God. And it is not. Yes, indeed. I know who yes, I am indeed. today. I yes, didn't indeed. then because I came from a broken home, a broken family, very dysfunctional, very toxic. I didn't value myself. I didn't. I had a certain level of respect to where I wasn't out here, out there crazy. But I didn't. I didn't. I didn't love who I was. I didn't know I was called and chosen. But when God started to wake me up, and it's been a journey. I went from one place to the next. You know, now I'm 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 awake in a different way than I was then. But Why then when he woke me up, it was like, oh, this is not love. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, okay. Everybody else is teaching that this is love and God loves everybody. First of all, God don't love everybody. First of all, everybody is not God's children. We are fact. not all belong. We don't all belong to God. We are it's not all fact. God's children. Read your scripture to tell you, Yeshua said, I came for, I came for those that belong to God. What do you call it? The lost, the lost house, tribe. The lost tribe of Israel, he said, or the lost house. That's who he came for. That's why when people are like, dang, why he talked to that lady all crazy when she just wanted some help from him? Why? Because he was here for a certain group of people. He was Big not here facts. for everybody. Extra large facts. But see, I go to these churches. I sit in these pulpit. I mean, these uh, these uh, pews. seat pews, and then you listen to people tell you these things, and you don't go research it for yourself. You don't know the scripture for yourself. So you will go around thinking that love is tolerating anything in anyone, suffering as much as you can take. No, I'm called by God. I'm chosen. I'm a daughter of God, of when Yah. Those, those things. The most high. Those You things. are not going to treat me <laughs> any way you want to treat me. And That's if you fact. think that you are going to do that, we will have an issue with you reserving your spot at the table. End of the story. Talk that. That's love, because that's me telling you the truth. And then and the things that are opposite of that, that everybody's running around teaching and preaching, those are called the doctrines of men. Yeah. Those are the traditions of men, yeah. and we're commanded not to follow those things. For real. So don't take the scriptures about love being long-suffering and all this other stuff out of context. Sometimes y'all is talking to a certain group of people like there are certain times where the scripture talks about, you know, loving your neighbor and this and this and that. Your neighbor is not everybody. I know that that's widely taught, but your neighbor isn't everybody. Your neighbor, we ain't gonna go into that because we already, we, we already done did. We already done said too much. We already, we already done cast down too much wrong thoughts that people done had up out here. That's enough for them to process for one podcast episode. But it, hallelujah. Titus 3, 9 through 11 talks basically about not having quarrels with people that are stirring up division. We don't argue about controversial 
we don't about the laws and how well no we said it said you don't argue it's not there to be argued about it's there to be followed it's there to be understood not argued about so when people come to you with that kind of spirit know that such a person is warped and sinful he is self-condemned not my words words of the most high luke eleven seventeen. Every kingdom divided against itself is laid waste and a divided house falls. When people are speaking into your life and they're dividing the truth, your life will fall. If they're dividing divisive things about your marriage, your marriage will fall. Your household will fall. Final scripture, Matthew 18, 15 through 17. You go and tell somebody their fault. What happened between you guys? You go and tell a trusted counselor after that. They don't have to be a professional counselor, but if they are, when I, when I say trusted, understand that some counselors are not anointed to counsel. Just because they call themselves counselors don't mean they're called to, don't mean that they can actually help you. Some people are so religious, they don't know the spirit of Yah. They would rather follow their traditions and their doctrines of men than the spirit of Yah, and then they will lead you astray. And you got to be very careful of those kind of people. If they listen, you gain that person back. If they don't, you take another person with you, which I was talking about with the counselor. And if he still refuses to listen, you treat them a different way. We don't continue to be long suffering and put ourselves at the abuse of that person. We don't do that. We don't do it. And we don't do it for a reason because what happens is it starts to pull what God has given you out of you. Now you're wasting energy and resources on a unrepentant heart trying to suffer and think you're going to win them over when God did not design every relation to function like that. And didn't call you to do that. And didn't call you to do that. Now it's different. Well, my husband, when the spirit of Yah came to me about my husband to fast and pray for him, different things. I, that didn't happen to me with every relationship I was in. That have Even now, I wanted to recently do that for a, another person. And <laughs> y'all was like, I ain't tell you to do that. You about to just waste your uh, week being hungry because I did not call you to that. <laughs> like, don't, I didn't, don't do that. You already stressed. You're already not eating a proper diet. You're already not eating when you should. And now you're going to go on a fast to, for something and someone that I didn't call you to, to do. I didn't call you to that. And I was like, wow, I'm sorry, y'all. That's why you got to check with y'all for everything. It's a fact. But I was called to that for my husband before we were married. And, you know, it was a period of long. It was two years that I did that without us even being together and watching him still be out there and crying because I shouldn't even be looking and just trusting God. But, you know, there are times when God will call you to certain things. But I want you guys to stop. I did this on the tidbit Tuesday, too. Stop creating Obedience is better than sacrifice. Stop sacrificing your life for unrepented hearts and them getting mad that God doesn't win them over with your sacrifice that he didn't even tell you to do. Just obey God. Obey the word right here. It tells you, I've read you several scriptures where it's telling you like, God, I want y'all to get help. My heart hurts for people that are being emotionally and mentally and spiritually and physically abused by people in the name of God and love. Love is not how much you can take. That ain't nowhere in scripture. That's a fact. Love is how much you can take. That is not what it says. Yeah, and yeah. long suffering doesn't mean forever suffering. Still suffering. That's not what it means, y'all. So, yes, we should be long suffering. Yes, we should love. Yes, we should we should be kind. But there's a there's a there's another side to that story. There's 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 some depth underneath the surface of those lines, which is that when we're dealing with a person who continues in sin, and I put this on my Instagram story, it said in Hebrews, what did it say, babe? It said, um, it's Hebrews 10, 26. And it says, for if we go on sinning deliberately after receiving the knowledge of the truth, there no longer remains a sacrifice for sins. And that's real deep. I'm going to just have to trust y'all, if y'all want to read that, to help y'all get gain understanding with that. But the point is, like, when people continue on in sin, we don't respond to them the same way we respond to someone who is repentant. There's, there's a difference with those kinds of hearts on how we're, we're supposed to respond and live our life. 
Religion teaches you something different, and they teach you something different for a reason. But the spirit of y'all is there to protect y'all. Y'all ain't got to live like that. Yes, indeed. Yo, salute to the most high God, Yah. Word. All glory and all honor is his. It belongs to him. Give him what he deserves. We appreciate y'all for listening. Thanks for listening. Be sure to follow Transparency the Podcast on Instagram. At Transparency the Podcast. We'll talk to y'all next time. If there is a next time. Oh my gosh.